Money makes the world go round. As a licensed financial advisor, I can tell you it's true. Because of that, so much of who we are is linked to money. Our fears, our goals, our mindsets, and yes, our personal stories. That's what this podcast is all about. Me and some friends of mine sharing the origins and ongoing chapters of our money stories. Hey everybody, it's uh, Patrick Conta uh, coming out to you live today with another story for you. Uh, this time we're going to talk about something that's uh, both silly at first and then a bit more serious as things get going. Uh, today I want to talk about Call Your Doctor Day, which was yesterday. Why do I want to talk about that? Uh, first off, a little backstory. So one of the things I love to do is go to different websites that have these strange or unique uh, holidays on the calendar, and they can be pretty silly. If you follow me on my Instagram, you'll see that recently there was a, um, a holiday called Yell Fudge at Cobra's Day. This is a real thing. It's a real holiday that exists, um, and one that I personally think we should get time off for. <laughs> And uh, every day I check this calendar because I just love knowing these weird holidays. And yesterday was not so much a strange holiday, but one that you'd obviously don't hear that often. It's called Call Your Doctor Day. And, you know, it's um, we celebrate it as a way to encourage people to go and call their doctor, make some appointments, start seeing your medical practitioner because it's important kind of thing. And, uh, the reason I wanted to talk about this is because I'm the kind of guy that for years going to the doctor was never a problem. That's because when I was growing up, my mom would book the appointments, <laughs> you know, I, I didn't have that responsibility of having to take care of my health and making a doctor's appointment. Cause my mom did it for me, you know, and they were never anything that I got excited about. Like going to the doctor was never like a, a fun time. It wasn't a bad time but it wasn't a fun time either. It was just a time, right? So it wasn't anything that I really put uh, at the front on the front burner, if you will, as I became an adult, it's just something that I couldn't be bothered with my whole idea. The whole, my whole thought process was, well, you know, if there's something wrong with me, then I'll go see a doctor, right? That's how most of us think if there's a problem, then I will solve it much like vanilla ice did back in the nineties. Uh, if there was a problem, the doctor will solve it. But prevention really wasn't on my mind because when you're a young person, you don't think anything bad's going to happen to you ever. You just have this bulletproof mindset that I can't be hurt. I can't get sick. None of that will happen to me. So it's not really something that ever kind of crosses your mind, but it's more than that, isn't it? Cause I'll tell you something. A lot of it's fear right? A lot of us don't go to the doctor or make our appointments or, or see our practitioners regularly because we're scared. We're scared about what the doctor's going to tell us. We're scared that maybe they're going to say, you have to make some major changes in your life, changes that we don't want to do or that are difficult. Or maybe they'll tell us something worse. They'll tell us that uh, it's too late, that we made a mistake or that we made a bad decision and now something really bad is going to happen to us. That was my fear. I was scared that the doctor was going to tell me that uh, I had not taken care of myself for too long. 
and then I was going to have to go on a medication or that I was sick, something like that. And so for a long time, that's why I put off going to see my doctor regularly. Uh, I didn't end up getting one until I even got to North Bay. And that was only because I felt like I had to have one, but I re- certainly wasn't making regular appointments. Uh, and then something happened to me. Um, I met a guy named Joe and Joe was a coworker of mine in my old job. And he was a great dude. I really loved working with Joe. We had this connection cause we were both from Windsor and we would talk about the neighborhoods that we were, we would frequent and the people we knew there and you know, how the place had changed over time. And we got to become friends. And I loved working with Joe because he was such a hardworking guy, really had passion, but more importantly than that, he was just a good dude, just a really good guy. And uh, after spending a little bit of time with him, working with him, um, we got some bad news about Joe. He had been diagnosed with cancer. He'd gotten really, really sick. And it kind of blew me away because he was so young. He, uh, he was only a few years older than me and, uh, and he got cancer and that wasn't supposed to happen, <laughs> but you know, he's a young guy and, uh, we figured, Hey, you know, he'll, he'll bounce back from this medicine has come so far and it really has technology has come so far. He'll be great. He he'll be okay. He will survive this. No problem. And unfortunately we were wrong. Joe passed away very shortly after he was diagnosed and it really shook me to my core because here was this guy that I knew very well, very personally, and in an instant he was gone. And, you know, they say you go through five stages of grief and I definitely did go through those five stages. Um, you know, at first there was a little bit of denial, um, you know, I, I couldn't believe it or I was refusing to grieve and that was part of the denial. And then I was very angry, mostly because it didn't seem fair that he was a guy who was taken so young, uh, especially after he had just started to really build a life for himself here. And to have that all taken away from him instantly just did not, did not seem fair to me. There was bargaining with my own health at that point saying like, oh, don't let this happen to me. And I promise I'll do X. We all do that. And there was uh, a lot of sadness for a while. I finally allowed myself to, to cry and grieve over him. And then I accepted it. I was able to say, okay, this happened. It was awful. I'm really, really sad that it happened, but it's done now and we have to move forward. And I did try to move forward. When that happened, I decided that it was really time for me to start sucking it up and make appointments to, to meet with my doctor regularly so that, you know, if something like this did happen, maybe it could get caught early and I wouldn't suffer the same fate. So I did, I started making appointments with my doctor regularly, started seeing, I think every six months and it did some really good for me because, you know, we were able to catch things like my sleep apnea and uh, we were able to, you know, try to, to work on getting my weight under control, which, you know, is an ongoing struggle for me. 
but it's it's something that I've improved on little by little with the help of my doctors. But most importantly, um, I was there not just reacting to my health, but preventing it, being proactive about my health, which is really important, especially in the industry that I'm in, right? Um, one of the things that was still in the back of my mind, though, was this anxiety and fear that something could still happen. Uh, just because I was seeing my doctor regularly, just because I was doing what you are supposed to do, doesn't mean that I was bulletproof, doesn't mean that I was immune to it. And the idea of something really bad happened to me getting sick, whether that be um, cancer or a stroke or a heart attack or um, anything for that matter. Um, it's, it still scared me because there are repercussions to those things that don't just affect you, but they affect the people around you. So it's very scary stuff. And one of the things I wanted to do was make sure that that anxiety would go away. <laughs> so at the time I was working with a financial advisor, I had a financial advisor and he turned me on to something known as critical illness insurance, which is essentially a lump sum that you receive if you happen to fall ill. And the more that he, my agent talked about it at the time, the more it started to make a little bit more sense to me. Um, at the time I hadn't budgeted for it, so I had to wait a little bit, uh, but I do have it now. And it really transformed me in a big way because now I don't have that anxiety so much about going to see my doctor. I mean, there's still that little bit of fear in the back of my mind, but I think that's just kind of a natural human thing, right? We all kind of fear death. We fear dying. We fear getting sick. I don't think anybody is above that. And you know me, I'm, I'm a heavier guy. And uh, the, the possibilities of those things happen to me are probably more prevalent because of my, my weight, but I'm working on it. The fear is still there in the back of the mind, but it's not as bad because I know that if something happens to me, it's all right. We're protected financially. Um, you know, even, and, and of course, because I have life insurance, if the worst thing happens to me and I, I don't have time, I don't have to worry about running around preparing and, and trying to find and scramble to find a way to make sure that Kayla is taken care of because I've got that protection now. I'm okay now. Um, so that has encouraged me to take action and make those appointments with my doctor often and regularly because I'm covered now. I'm fully covered now and I'm okay now because of that. So that's today's story. The story of why you should call your doctor and then immediately call your financial advisor as well. Cause Oftentimes they work very closely hand in hand with each other. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening to this today and watching along. If you were watching on Facebook or Instagram, I appreciate it. I'll be back with another story tomorrow. Your call to action today is to get out and call your doctor. That is, that is literally the call to action that I want you to do. I want you to call your doctor, make an appointment. And if you're already making those appointments, great. Call your financial advisor and talk to them about some critical illness insurance or some life insurance to protect you and your family in case your doctor does have bad news, because then you have a shield to protect you. Nothing can harm you at that point in time, at least financially. So help yourselves that way. Call your doctor and uh, keep eating those apples, but uh, make sure that even if you are don't keep the doctor away. Keep him close to you. <laughs> could 
could end up being a very good ally for you. That's going to do it, guys. Thanks so much today. Appreciate you all tuning in and listening. Have a great day. Make it awesome. Follow my ongoing money story on social media at Patrick Conta Advisor. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.